Hey, what's up? Okay, this has been a long hiatus for the Get Some Podcast. Probably eight, nine months, uh, clearly. I've been going through some shit. Uh, everybody knows about the divorce at this point, so I had to lay low for a long time. One, uh, at the advice of my lawyer, just don't get on social media a lot. So I stayed off social media for a couple months. And just to be blunt, I was avoiding a process server also. So I was literally like, it was like out of a movie. Like you're just kind of hiding and ducking and you're looking over your shoulder and you don't know who wants what. Uh, so that's why I was out for a couple more months. Uh, and then honestly, I just, I just get my mental state right before I came back and started because what I didn't want to do is bring the podcast back and then stop it. I just want to make sure that once we're back, we're back every week. So this is more of a happy Thanksgiving. You can listen to this while you're cooking your turkey and dressing uh, sweet potatoes, uh, if you're white, pumpkin pie. Uh, so it's kind of a welcome back episode. And to give you an update on how I've been doing with everything going on, uh, so, obviously, I'm getting a divorce. Not going to speak on it on the podcast. Uh, I got a special coming out on Showtime in December. Uh, I speak on it there. Still can't be fully open about my divorce because we are still in court going over stuff. And uh, it, if you're looking for me to start going back and forth with my ex, that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm just going to let that lie. Um, you know, I don't think I ever post anything on social media about my divorce. What's the point? Because... Uh, you know, I was talking to, who was I talking to? I was talking to Mike Epps about it because he had been through a divorce and his stayed pretty low key. And, you know, he made a lot of sense. He goes, man, nobody gives a shit. They really don't. And even when the people that are commenting on things they see, they, they, they don't really care. So what's the point? You're just like fanning the flames for no purpose. And I'm not one to, to badmouth my ex. Uh, it's just, it's not going to benefit anybody. And we do have kids, so... Uh, granted, my kids are grown, but still, uh, it just doesn't doesn't help the situation. So I just, it is what it is. Moving on, and uh, you know, at some point, I'll I'll talk about it in my act more than I am now. But I do touch on it on my newest special. Like I'm plugging it. It's called Black Famous, and we don't have an air date yet on Showtime. We know it's going to be in December, just don't know the exact date. So it'll be one of the Saturdays or Fridays in December. Uh, but other than that, my Bengals, since, since this happened, have been playing out of their mind. Uh, I should have got divorced 10 years ago if they were going to play this good. I, I, I just didn't know. Maybe, maybe it was my marriage keeping the Bengals from, from, from <laughs> living up to their full potential. But, uh, even with the podcast, they didn't want me having this contraption uh, in front of you guys because they, the editor said it was distracting. I said, I'm sorry. We're winning. So we're going to have it up during my podcast. Just like this fine piece of art that got sent to me from a fan. Um, outside of that, things I've been dealing with mostly, uh, it's crazy. Like, I shot a movie. Uh, I've shot two movies since the divorce got announced. Um, the last one was called Back on the Strip with Chris Spencer, Faze on Love, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Wesley Snipes, Bill Bellamy, uh, J.B. Smooth. A lot of guest stars in it. I mean, just every day we came and said, I didn't know who was going to be in the movie. Uh, but during the course of the movie, uh, I'm playing a male stripper. I tear my ACL. Uh, just 
dancing too hard, I guess. So waiting to get the surgery so I can free up my schedule and be off to have two weeks of downtime. Um, so just kind of waiting on that. So tore my ACL. Then before I tore my ACL, before the movie, I went in. Usually when I get a film, I know I got a big film. I'll There's two things I normally do. Uh, get my teeth cleaned right before I leave to get uh, to record. And then I... Uh, I had a skin tag, like, right, I had, like, a little skin tag right here on my, on my uh, eyelid, and then I had one on my neck. So I went in to go get it checked out, thinking they're just going to freeze it. I've, I've had skin tags before. They kind of run the family. They get that little freeze thing. Tick, tick. I thought they were going to freeze it. This uh, new nurse I got, this new doctor, she was like, you want to just get a full body check just to play it safe? And I go, okay. So I went in thinking... Not going to take anything off. You don't take clothes off for something on your neck or on your eyelid. Next thing I know, I'm basically butt naked in a gown, uh, getting a full body check. I'm looking at the, the doctor like, nice to meet you. And then come to find out, I had skin cancer on my forehead and my shoulder. So I had to get it taken out. So that's why I got this scar up here. It's actually healing up nicely. It was bad there for about a month. But I had to wait till I got done shooting the movie to get it removed, and then when they went in, they found out there was more. It, uh, the doctor said it was deeper than he thought. So um, I, I just, I don't know, just got skin cancer, got it taken out, and had this big scar. And I went on social media, and so everybody got beat up, but I didn't. I was just kidding. I ain't, I ain't getting no fights. Everybody knows that. Uh, so then, uh, so I dealt with the skin cancer stuff. So now I got the torn ACL. I got the skin cancer I'm dealing with. On top of the divorce. And then I'm in Hawaii uh, last week, and I get the news that uh, everybody knows my one brother passed away uh, May 20, 2015, but my other brother, Kyle, they found him slumped over a steering wheel in a grocery store parking lot. And then I guess I don't, I don't know what the whole story is because I'm getting it secondhand from people that, you know, our town's pretty small that work at the hospital and and police departments and things like that. Uh, but they found him slumped over steering wheel, and they they got there, and he's got a history of drug abuse. So they Narcaned him. That didn't work. So they, I guess they thought he had pneumonia. And obviously had a bad case. Uh, and they don't know how long he was passed out in the parking lot of this grocery store. So he had a lot of fluid fill up on his lungs and his brain. And essentially, they, they can't do anything for him. That's the one organ we haven't figured out yet is the brain. So he's essentially uh, brain dead, just a vegetable right now. So they just got him on, uh, I guess my mom made the decision. It was either take him off life support and let him go in his own time or put a feeding tube in and a tracheotomy and just keep him alive. But basically just going to be laying there um, till, till he passes. So I'm in Hawaii. I get that news. Uh, so that hit me pretty hard, even though I wasn't close with, with my brother Kyle, like life just takes you in different directions. You, I, I didn't even know he was out of jail. I thought he was still in prison. So when I got the news about what happened to him, I was, I was a little taken back because I didn't even know he was out. Uh, so it's, it's weird when you got family dynamics. You grow up, there's three boys, and then one brother's gone already, and then and essentially Kyle's not with us anymore. I mean, physically he's here, but mentally he's gone, and... Uh, just me, and I don't have any kind of relationship with my mom or stepdad. But uh, interesting with Kyle is, like, 
you love your brother, but you just don't like him. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, I didn't want anything bad to happen to him, and I guess you, you hold out hope, like this 1% chance that maybe he'll call, just say I'm sorry, and you can build some kind of relationship again. And, you know, just that's not going to happen now, obviously. It's, uh, just wasn't, uh, I don't know, his life choices was, was interesting. I didn't get it. Like, I, he, got, he got caught a couple times uh, breaking into people's homes and robbing them. And one story that, it, it was so, the dynamic of the whole situation was odd. This, this, this girl was in Cincinnati. The news did a big thing on her. She was like one or two years old. She had some kind of a terminal brain cancer. And they were sending her to Houston, like a last-ditch effort at the hospital to save her. And why this little girl and her parents were gone, uh, my brother got caught on the ring cam with another guy breaking into their place, and they were stealing catalytic converters and other things. Uh, So before the cops even knew it was him or did a bolo on him, be on the lookout for him, this little girl's parents reached out to me on Facebook, sent me the video, uh, and said, "Is it uh, word on the street is this is your brother? And I'm looking at it, and I could tell by the way he was moving it was my brother, but I couldn't confirm it because his face was covered up. When I messaged her back, I said, I can't confirm it uh, for sure. And then she said, don't worry about it. They've already identified him, and there's already a bolo out on him. I said, oh. So then I started having correspondence with this little girl's mother, and ended up, she's in Houston, so I, I called some people up, the Turkey Leg Hut in Houston. Uh, I called them up, and they sent some food over because I guess her parents were just living in a hotel. And I was just thinking, how did, how did this happen? How does my brother rob somebody, and now I'm feeding the family, in essence? Uh, it's just an odd dynamic. And even when my Dallas died, my, older, my other brother, um, you know, Kyle said some not so great things about me on the internet. Like some people might not forgive what he said. Like, you know, like we all know the wrong brother died and things like that when he was going in on me. But even with that, I still, it's weird. Like you don't wish bad things on him because it's still your brother. So I don't know how, it's got to be tough. I don't know how my mom's going to get through this one uh, because holidays are coming up and she's just going to have basically my sister. Ashley over at the house there's just no one left there's no relationship with me and now both the boys are gone other boys so it's interesting Uh, but I I know it sounds odd but you couldn't pick a uh, a better place to get bad news than Hawaii because I I was just able to like have some time to myself and sit on the bow and I was great I was at a great hotel at the Four Seasons in uh, Koalina it's on the big that's on the island of Oahu and I was able to just sit on my balcony and just think and get my own thoughts together and and let my emotions out just cry and then I was able to walk on the beach and at, at night by myself and just get my thoughts together but uh yeah it's just uh it's a weird dynamic so that's a I made a post saying on on Instagram and Facebook talking about my brother and uh my aunt Rita called and asked me to take it down because um, people were misreading into it. They thought he passed. I never said my brother passed away. I just said, uh, I'm sorry, life 
took you in this direction and whatnot. So I took the post down um, just out of respect for anybody, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, so it, it's been an interesting time the last nine months of my life. Between the divorce, the skin cancer, blowing my knee out, uh, my brother essentially passing, even though he's not officially gone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been interesting. I'm not gonna say rough. Like I know people got a lot rougher. Uh, it's just been interesting. So I had to take some time for myself before I did the podcast and come back because I know I know the guests I'm gonna have are gonna want to talk about my divorce and other things, and I'm gonna be careful in how I answer things. But like I said, I will not be going in on my ex at any point. Um, it's just not going to help things. And, and now what happened to my brother really puts life into perspective. Uh, for me, especially it's almost like, I'm so glad I got out of that situation. Uh, cause it's just not a, it's not a healthy environment, what we were raised in. And my, my two brothers never got out. So Dallas turned to drugs and it cost him his life. And then, uh, Kyle was dealing and using and robbing and everything else. So just a bad cycle, man. Just a bad cycle. I'm glad I got out, left home when I was 17 and never looked back. Uh, never missed, like, going home and stuff. Even when I came home from boot camp, it was funny. Like, I came home from boot camp, and I didn't go home right away. Most people go, they just rush to get back to their mom and dad and things like that. I went to, like, a friend's house. And went over to my aunt. Aunt Rita is the same one that called me, asked me to take the post down. Uh, went over to her house and just other people. I just, uh, I didn't feel like going home because I was like, ah, there's nothing really there. The environment we grew up in is hard to get out of that cycle because it's a small town and they always, you got the whole added family over everything. And it's, I'm, I'm just glad I was able to get out. And I, cho I chose the right friend group also uh, growing up. I didn't choose the people that could have led me down to using drugs and things like that. I got lucky. I chose friends that had two parent homes and I got to see it. I go, Oh, okay. That's, I got to see a functional family. Um, so with that podcast is now back officially. Uh, sorry, this wasn't the ha ha episode. Everybody probably thought it was when I came back, but, uh, I thought it was a good time to release it on Thanksgiving. Uh, we got it. A lot of good guests lined up. Everybody that I just finished shooting with back on the strip, they're all going to be on. Faison, Bill Bellamy, uh, the director, Chris Spencer. Uh, you know, we got Russell Peters is coming on, and um, Eric Griffin's going to be on. And God, Faison has quickly become one of my favorite people on the planet. I mean, once I had him on the podcast, I knew he was good last year. But once we worked together on this last film, he's literally one of my favorite people in the business. Uh, you know, we just, it's funny when you shoot a movie, Michael Ely said it's like summer camp. And, uh, cause I always wonder like, why don't you maintain relationships after the movie's over? And everybody's got their own hustle. You go in different directions. And Michael Ely said it best. He goes, nah, shooting movies like summer camp. It's just fun while you're there, but then you go back home really. But, uh, I had so much fun and Faison was the guy I hung out with the most. So we had this, this, we were staying at the Virgin Hotel in Vegas shooting a movie, and we hung out this place called Money Baby every day. They had the best veggie burger I ever had in my life. And right across the hall, there was a smoothie bar, one of the best smoothies I ever had. I was like, that's what I miss most. That's when you know you're getting old, too, when you go to Vegas and you miss veggie burgers and the smoothie bar. Not going out, not partying, not popping bottles, things like that. That's what I'm going to miss <laughs> shooting that movie. Let me pump, pump my schedule. 
real quick. Uh, first two weeks of December, I'm at the Houston Improv in Houston, Texas, one of my favorite cities on the planet. And then uh, December 29th, I'm in Austin, Texas. And then December 30th and 31st, I'm in Dallas, Texas at the Theater in Grand Prairie. I got Cedric with me on the 31st. I got Lavelle and Country Wayne on the 29th and 30th with me. I do these shows every year. I do Dallas every year, but now we expanded it to, to Austin. So we're going to make it a three-day week. And those are, the, those are the only shows I got in December. And then January comes, I start getting, the schedule gets crazy. Uh, back to working every week. Uh, so first week, yeah. And then uh, this Sunday, I'm off Thanksgiving weekend. I'm going to the Bengals game. First one I'm making this year, playing the Steelers. Shouts out to Joe Mixon for letting me sit in his suite. Uh, I taped my special in Cincinnati um, last month, and uh, I left Joe tickets, so I don't feel bad asking for tickets. Sometimes I feel guilty when you ask him players for tickets because I know they only get a limited number, and then when they tell me they got a suite, my ears pop up like, oh, shit. Uh, so when Joe was like, yo, I got a suite this year because he signed a big deal, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to make a game. I didn't think I was going to make it because of my schedule, but it just opened up that I'm off Thanksgiving weekend. And the Bengals are at home playing the Steelers. So I'll be in the city, Cincinnati, this weekend. Uh, so if, if you watch the podcast, shoot me a message. Let me know where you're tailgating. Make sure your food's good, though. And I'm not, I don't want to come to these tailgates where you're buying food. I want the grill out where you're making it. All right? The authentic stuff. Don't be going to La Rosa's and, and Skyline Chili and saying you're tailgating. You just stop by the store and buy some food. Make some shit up. Uh, so that... That's my schedule. Again, Houston Improv. Uh, let me give the exact dates. December 2 through 5 and 9 through 12, I'm at the Improv in Houston. Um, once COVID hit, it was funny. My agent was calling me, and we were trying to put together dates, and this date has been on the books for almost a year now. I told him, I said, yo, these cities that I do really well in, like really well, let's start doing two weeks. Instead of one, I go that way. We're minimizing my travel time, and normally the clubs that open up, they kind of stay open. Because in the middle of COVID, like, you would open up, then the state would close down, and open up, the state would close down. You, Ohio, Texas, and Florida was pretty consistent the whole pandemic that they was open um, once, once we did start opening up. So I was like, look, pretty confident Houston is not going to close down. So let's do two weeks. That's why this has been booked, like, nine months in advance, because I always do well in Houston, as most comics do. It's one of the best clubs in the country. But I said, let's do two weeks. That way we don't have to worry about trying to fill dates and everything. That's where I'll be. And, uh, yeah, so we're back uh, every week. So I know this wasn't as long as normal, but just wanted to let you guys know we're back. And uh, I'll see you guys next week with uh, who we got. I think we got Russell Peters and Faison together next week. All right, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Bengals. And uh, Joe Burrow, I love you. I just want to give you a hug. All right, y'all. See you next week.